0: What is the only cryptocurrency that you should invest? Dogecoin! It's the people's currency, you know it's the best. The most fun and ironic crypto, that is for sure. So crypto- We're taking Dogecoin to to the moon. And if a broker says, listen, money, you can't get rich with those coins, and and But even daddy Elon knows it's the time to join. Much fun. Cause fate loves irony. Therefore, we're passing Bitcoin soon. Elon, cheese new. Take this little puppy to the moon. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Never sell. Much rich. Buy more, buy more, buy more, buy more. It's doing well. Such high. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it Never sell Much value Rising, 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 rising I can tell Very trading Shut up and take my money This meme code is looking funny Let's write history together Doge we trust trust. Jump on the Hive Train bros. Cause even Snoop Doge knows It's going up, don't drop it When it's hot Doge is the only cryptocurrency That you should invest We gotta stop it before Alan
1: bites his tongue off Republic of Texas Radio Today's date is February 25th 2024, (inaudible) Alan Sorry about (inaudible) that, but I thought Thought it was kind of funny, actually. How are you this morning?
2: Was that like pro Elon Musk and Bitcoin and everything? I weren't. What in the hell was that?
1: I don't know. I really don't. The other day, I was driving in my car and bringing my boy um, out on an adventure, and he started playing this song and singing along to it. And I said, "What the hell? Really?" I'm like, "Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm as a dad, I..." I and thought it was a good time to lecture him about bitcoins and currency and all that. And I said, oh,
2: Steve, shut the up. So, yeah, I mean, up. It, that's, that's kind of like that Baby Shark song that that everyone apparently, you know. I don't ever know if I've actually heard you. I heard so much about that Baby Shark song, and some people mm. loved it, and everyone was playing it like thousands of times, and it was really annoying. But it was the most popular, most listened to song on the planet or something. Uh, I, I We live in a weird world, Well. Steve.
1: Yes, we do. And as far as was it propaganda or not, I believe it was. You know, it was probably an investment. Uh, it was a nice video, right? They, they made it really cute, and they had that – the coin was all a um, – well, it's a cryptocurrency, and that's uh, – different kind of thing that's a discussion that we should get into some one of these days i just finished a a book by um a guy who i believe his name is Aaron day i was just talking to sam about fake names and uh people that well and and i don't know for some reason, I feel that Aaron Day may be one of those made-up pseudonyms, right, of people that don't want to actually – that are in the freedom movement and are, are hiding behind something. But Aaron Day is a – he wrote a book, and I heard about him on, um, on another radio show that I won't mention, The Power Hour, and um, a, he did a real good job. Right, talking about cryptocurrencies, and I, I I really enjoyed the show. So I bought the book, and when I went through it and I finished it, and it wasn't anything earth shattering, and it talked about the last days of our society. Right, I believe his his name of the book was The Final Countdown, and a no, it's not the movie where you know the Tesla technology sends uh, aircraft carrier. Back in time to Pearl Harbor that was a great movie by the way but that was all supposed to be you know whatever the Philadelphia experiment kind of like changed around but then I, I digress Aaron Day's The Final Countdown was about the CDBC's and it all comes together I know Andy likes to bother y'all with um, a lot of CDBC talk well he bothers me right it's everything he's always his talk. CDBC CDBC go. Ahead. Andy, okay, you're right, right? But I just don't want to hear about it sometimes. But cryptocurrency is not CDBCs, but it may have been created to to usher in the CDBCs that I do agree with with Alan. I believe that's kind of your point. You know, we've kind of had the same point about um, cryptocurrencies all along. Is that right, Alan? Is that kind of what you think it is?
2: Yeah, I mean, what is it? What is it? Who was it supposedly developed that? Um, Yoshi, he Hishimatsu or something, but yeah. his real name is Shlomo
1: Goldstein. Yeah. Again, we don't really know who it was. Um, the guy that created it was a pseudonym. Pseudonym, as far as we know, another fake name, fake person, not quite real, right? You know, I have a
2: problem but, but, with but not it, quite real. But it's all computer people. and internet based, and it's unbreakable. Because they never release technology to us that they can that that we can actually use freely, um, isn't that true? It's like it's like it's like they release it to us and then they figure out how to weaponize it against us. Oh wait wait a hmm. minute, we're in my backwards today. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're definitely backwards, but it's just not today
1: you know it's it's like constantly and always you know i was tell- I was talking and i'm going i we'll get on to that and uh by the way, um maybe in passing, I'll let you know they're about to release Tesla technology to the world I heard last week uh from a regular person, not from uh and it was kind of fascinating a regular person they're, they're going to give that. us a c power or the or the induction motor. Well, oh, the, the wow. stuff that, that we talk about, Scalar oh, wait a Energy no, Tesla didn't and We've already got technology.
2: Yeah, it's not whatever
1: rusting electric cars. No, the Tesla technology. Isn't that a neat confusion? You know, we name a car company after a very important person in our. Was he, how important was he? Was he part of they and them and part of their agenda back then? Was he co opted and all of his secrets taken away? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. God, and Elon Musk is fighting to get that. No, he ain't fighting, right? And that's, again, back to Dogecoin, right? Elon Musk did a whole Dogecoin promotion thing back in the day before he did the Twitter promotion now called X. You know, it, it, it all seems to come together in the end and it gets so convoluted. But before I went off on this raid, I was talking about names, right? And it, it happened to be, uh, well, one of those things that I'm fascinated by because, you know, Alan, um, I heard a uh, one of the talk radio shows that I listened to during the week. And, you know, he was admonishing his uh, listeners for listening to other shows. And I said, Whoa, really? Did I just perceive that you're saying that we shouldn't listen to others? Why am I listening to you? Right? Why don't I just listen to me or Alan or, well, whatever? And he went on to say, Well, I know y'all listen to other people, and, you know, I get it, I get it, and I'm like going, well, what, what's wrong with that? There's a lot of good voices out there, and we got to pick and choose what we get from them, because they we're not all looking at the same thing, right, Alan? Do you have any problem with other people we listening don't have to the
2: same. we don't have the same knowledge base, we don't, right... You not know, all experience the same thing. You know, there are some people out there that have got PhDs and government, you know... And whatever that means. ...and all this stuff, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and, and, you know, and... and the, you know, than the, high, ...the high halls of scientific knowledge, yet um, nothing that they say seems to really jibe with what's going on with reality. And so, you know, uh, are we supposed to believe them because they were indoctrinated into a certain way of thought? And those of us who are still free-thinking out here who have some basis of knowledge... I've got a fairly good scientific, you know, brain. I always have, always loved it, always been inquisitive, always questioned, you know, and, um, you know, are, are, you, are you sitting here telling me it's like, well, 2 plus 2 equals 5. Well, well I've got a math, I'm a Ph.D. In math, and I've got a Nobel Prize in math, and 2 plus 2 can't equal 5. You know, I, am mm. I supposed to listen to that crap?
1: Yeah, hiding behind those, you know, whatever, federal insignias. Are they federal? You know, are they? No, no, no. It's a global thing, global, right? Global, He's a yeah. global doctor. Hey, global doctor, global PhD. Hey, global. Uh, what? Uh, God, what is that master's degree? MBA, Masters of Business Administration. When did that come? Ten points to the first person. I want to call and tell me where the MBA came out of, or what what point in time the MBA came out of. That wasn't kind of scripted, and I didn't think I was going to ask for that, but I was going to tell you what the phone number is because, uh, well, I always do it so fast, and I feel kind of bad sometimes. Five one two. Two four eight eight. 252 is the phone number to call into the show. I understand we didn't have calls last week when Farron was on. Kind of wanted to hog him to myself a little bit because, well, because. And, uh, you know, I did get your message. um, And, uh, yeah, we'll talk uh, about getting Farron back on more regularly and and so forth. And maybe someday he'll make a return to, to Republic Broadcasting. That's not outside the cards. But right now he's living like a regular person. You know, it's kind of important. Um republicbroadcasting.org. Let's do that real quick. Uh, please go there and donate. This place is very important. It's it's not what the lefties call a a space. We've entered the Republic Broadcasting Space. It's a safe space. No, it's not a safe space. It's actually a place that's gonna, you know, make you listen and sometimes vomit. Right? You know, I I, I got a chance to vomit, and it's just my personal ability to find content that I don't like. You know, um, well, oh, that wasn't, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I was trying to listen to a, one of my favorite people here on the network, and man. I was Trump-elated. I was Trumpy, Trump, Trumped, and it was so Trumpolicious that I, I I puked. Right? No, I didn't. I'm making that part up. But I can't handle a lot of Trump, man. You know, it just just gets me. And I listened to a Trump-specific host, right, you know, and I thought, and I I felt bad for the individual, right? I wonder how much, what cost his delusion, you know, actually, you know, was as he went into the super-trumpulating, right, and talking about 10 years or 8 years. I wonder how many years he thought about Trump. Could you imagine being a Trump apologist for eight, make, make, ten kind, years? Trying
2: kind, of kind of makes you want to want to get in an a and, and saddle break it so you can swing through the trees on its back and save the world. Yes, right. No.
1: Lock her up. Lock her up.
2: Right. You no, know, they're really you good know, people, Steve. So don't worry. You know, I'm not going to do that. Oh my
1: God, I know. We, Isn't we've been that
2: we've crazy? been friends for decades.
1: I and and that's not the only thing that you can point to, right? you know, um, I mean, God, and I'm not going to get into that, right? Because, you know, they, they, you can like it. But, I, but, heard, I know, heard
2: one caller try to play the clip of where Trump said, if it was up to me, I'd let them take them all and battle it out in court talking about firearms. And this yeah. person actually said, I would tend to agree with them. And I just said, what? what? Uh, once again, um, I'm not going to bring up names, but if y'all were listening, you probably heard it too. And I'm just like, yeah. you've got to be freaking kidding me. Well, I I don't, you know, I I don't really like to
1: bring a lot of that stuff up. But, you know, quite honestly, a lot of people don't like um, our position on Trump. They feel that Trump is a great man and he's the, you know, going to be the savior of this nation if we could only get him elected. Right. But, you know, our argument being, if you ask me if I want to cut off my foot or cut off my hand, I'm going to say neither
2: and you go well you don't get a choice and you go well you know well, hey, Steve you know very very briefly Steve you know uh, I think it was Thursday I got a call from someone and this person i guess their their uh, cell phone was down for like 5 minutes and they were calling around it's like mm. they were calling people that they knew had landlines and I got a call. It's like, cell phones are down. Cell phones are down. It was just a (laughs) brief moment. I had a glimmer, if you ever want me to say hope. I had a brief glimmer of hope for the safe, for the sacred, you know, and and the redemption of humanity. And I tried calling one other person, and nope, couldn't get a hold of him. I called you, and you called me right back. And nope, my phone's working just fine. I was like, damn.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, you were the first person to call me after that outage and there's a lot of talk about that outage anyways i wanted to call mike in kentucky and and ask him what his thoughts were on the situation i haven't heard him on the radio talking about it maybe that's just because i haven't been listening for the last couple of days i get my boy on the so that's, weekend that's so
2: kind of it kind of of... Quiet worse steve it was shot to yeah <laughs> it, it,
1: it could so. be it, it, it definitely like they, could they be want to see what reaction yeah. they get you know, I'm, I'm not going to rule out incompetence, intentional, um, anything, and I can't believe anything. What about solar flares? Okay. Really? Okay. You know, that was one of the things. But I really had peace when that, uh, that had happened. I, 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 I was fine with it because I've gone through it before. You know, the, the great freeze in Texas, you know, that, that told, showed me how cell phones go out. And then that, how our cell phones were out for a, a long time, days. You know, it was days till we could use the phone. And, you know, Alan's landline was out, too. We were disconnected. You know, Alan and I talked about smoke signals, smoke signals. But, you know, we figured out that that was going to be unrealistic. And when I brought up carrier pigeons, I don't think that either Alan or got, myself I've got, I've got wanted to
2: do CB, it. CB I, I could, I've got a couple of CB radios, and I've got a storage battery. Sure. Out I, sure. I could have gotten out a CB radio could hooked it up, but then who, who would I be talking to? Maybe a trucker that might have been going through in the ice storm, <laughs> you know, because no one else. You know, CB technology, that's ancient. You know, used to be, you know, my, my relatives around here. You know, they had a base station at the house and they all had a CB in their truck. And when they were out in the pasture, you know, the wife would call them up and say, Hey Frank, you know, I got lunch ready. You know, you're going to be home soon.
1: You know, but they lived Um, in a different time. You know yeah, they the, know. the time that they lived in, and and folks, when I start talking about CBs in a different time, I'm really speaking about a different time. The 70s and the 80s had a lot more solar activity, sunspots, which allowed the propagation of CB radios and the those particular quote unquote frequencies, you know, to to propagate. And so we had a lot of these movies, you know, uh, Convoy, and they they talked about CB radios because they were dang useful, right? They could come in. Now you get a CB radio out of the box and you try to go between, let's say, Alan's house and uh, my old place. Good luck. You know, it, it ain't going to go, right? You know, the, the distance is wrong um, and it doesn't propagate. Because previously, you know,
2: are I honest here, and, 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 and I don't and know if Steve, I'm I, I I that, had right. walkie-talkies when I was when I was a kid. I, I forgot how I was like seven or eight years old. My parents bought me, mm-hmm. the, you know, a set of walkie-talkies. You know, and you and your friend could take them and you, and you could talk. You know, up and down the block a little bit, and uh, you know, it, it, it was it was just a little bit above as far as range. It was a little bit above a tin can with a string stretched between it. But you know, it, yeah, it was, pretty it was fun, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, and then different things resonate through different devices, but you know that's getting into a whole different show that maybe we'll do someday. Maybe we've already done it. I'm not too sure, you know. But hey, what what does it matter? Five one two two four eight.
2: Well, you know eight uh, two we're five. Also, we're two, also going. Yeah, sorry about, you, but you know, we're also going towards you know uh, radio propagation. You know, radio signals. You know hmm. with, with, you know with very low power, you, you could put out a radio signal and, and you could set up a million antennas within the range of your radio signal and and every time uh, that, that, that frequency hits that, that little antenna, it goes through the system and it sets up a tiny spark of electricity. Very small amount, but if you've got a million of them out there, for the amount of power that it takes you to broadcast, if you could collect all those individual antennas, you could you could have much more power than what your initial broadcasting was. I mean it's you know it's, it's as simple as that you know you want to talk about free energy radio radio propagation signals basically uh-huh. are free energy to a point,
1: yeah, interesting. I don't know I, I I've heard both sides of that argument, but I in the end, I can't come down to I can't prove the math. you know it's like the Bedini machine. Both you and I uh, measured one battery charging another battery, right? We saw that work. That way you could actually prove that you have one battery that has 12 volts. and
2: Yeah, with just a different type of pickup coil. Or less than 12. You, know, you had a drive coil to drive the motor, but then you had pickup coils that, yes, that had windings, wound a certain way, run through a certain uh, type of circuitry, and yes, it would actually produce more energy than it used from the battery that you're using to drive the motor itself. Wow! Now we're not talking
1: PhD stuff. Hey, Alan, do you think that that was um, what's called peer-reviewed? <laughs> Does it even matter uh, well, if all your peers are insane? You know. Oh, hold uh, on! Global I, I, climate I
2: warming—he started becoming a little too popular because John Bedini's another one of those guys who all of a sudden died. I actually talked to him one time when I, I had to call it or order apart. You know, because, uh, something on my little machine broke and, and I, and I said, I said, how do you get away with it? And he said, the only thing we've figured out so far is that we're not sending out complete kits. You know, you actually had to have some, you know, knowledge of how to solder a, a circuit, onto a, onto a base, a baseboard and everything else, you know, and, and, you know, uh, you know, solder resistors and diodes and everything in, in the proper sequence and do it properly. You know, he said, he said, that's the only way I can figure. But, you know, John Badini started getting more and more popular. And then all of a sudden, John Badini's dead.
1: Mm, yeah. Hey, um, I forgot to kind of skip subjects on us, and I was talking about different broadcasters and and whatnot. And, hey, I wanted to put my hats off to uh, a show. I don't know if you heard it, uh, Alan. Uh, it was, uh, what was it? The last hour with Travis—it's a two-hour show, by the way, folks. It's pretty damn funny. I love it. You know, I mean, and he has some interesting people on from time to time. He had Mitchell Henderson. I wonder if that's his real name, but he has a show allegedly on uh, Rents Radio, which I've listened to in the past. It's a little hard for me. Monday, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I haven't heard his show before, Alan. Have you listened to him previously?
0: Because he uh, was on great on Travis's you know,
2: show. I, I've not, I can't listen to his his other show that he does or his podcast or whatever else he does, but I, I've listened to him on Rents for years, yeah. Mm,
1: okay, because he sounded really, really good on Travis's show. I, I really like Travis's, um, that's over at republicbroadcasting.org. The Last Hour with Travis, I guess, that's the name of the and show. when does his
2: I, show play, Steve?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I listen to it in the archive, man. When does it I know play, it's late, Alan? It's,
2: it's late at night. Um, maybe Sam can tell us exactly. Mm. Um, I, I know I've heard it before, right. but... Yeah, anyways, Mitchell
1: was on. And it was like one of those conversations that um, you and I would have back maybe 10, 12 years ago, you know, uh, uh, about the end of the world, right, and how we're close. We're, we're very close, but we, we're so dang close now, right? You know, we talk about bug out bags and which kind of weapon and what it's going to look like and when the fuel's going to run out. And it's like, wow, this is late night radio and it's best, right? And I, I, there wasn't anything astounding, you know? It was kind of more like a refresher on stuff like that, but it was good, good radio. That's about all I, I could say about, about it. I
2: interesting topics, yeah. I know yeah. You're talking
1: I, about. yeah. I, I, I really uh, appreciate that. Uh, and now back to the end of the world. Ah. Uh, Donald Trump may be all that's in the news, but, you know, one of his greatest, uh, whatever they call it, uh, foes, allies, uh, oh, whatever, (laughs) friends or enemies, it doesn't matter in the political sphere because they're all working for the same thing. And I know some of you believe that Donald Trump's here to save the world, but Ron DeSantis is really out there to save the world. No, seriously. Ron DeSantis is trying to say he wants to do term limits. Ah, crap. Nobody's ever thought of that before. No, we've all thought of term limits, right? And here's the problem, folks. All those uh, monsters in Congress and the Senate will not limit their own terms because that's asking them to hurt themselves. But Ron DeSantis, he figured it out. Go, Ron. Remember, Ron Remember Ron DeSantis? He's the one that came out against COVID, and he said this was all a bunch of BS. Wow, they really gave him that one, right? Okay, Ron, you can do the coming-out party to the scam. No, Ron's really a good guy. He's just misunderstood. So when he tells you that it's time to do a constitutional convention to put term limits in, an Article Five convention... He's serious, and Florida's putting its weight behind it, but you already knew that, right? So he's out on a tour. He, he, he,
2: so he's promoting the con-con, so we can change all the constitutional amendments and everything, <laughs> add new ones to it. And, uh, oh, yeah.
1: you Boy, doesn't that it, make Alan. you feel warm
2: and fuzzy? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, he's out there on the road, and he's taken to a road show, and he's going out telling everybody it's time for a con-con. And it got me thinking, right? And I heard this, by the way, on Govern America Radio yesterday. I was totally oblivious to it. My cheers to the other great broadcasters of the world. You know, it's it's, uh, really neat. I would have missed that, right? And he painted a world where, oh, God, there they go, con, con again, con, con again. And then what about this, Alan? How about a post-constitutional America? Wouldn't that be interesting? Because we we sit there and we do a a pre-Constitution America, you know, under the Articles of Confederation. And then we have the constitutional America. Well, they don't really follow it, but whatever. What do you want for nothing? Right? Now we could have a post-constitutional government... And um, where Darren Weeks O'Brien Governor America also added the fact that well the IMF, right, or the uh, God, what is the group within the IMF again. It's uh dang uh,
2: so, so da you you you're you're kind of saying why don't we why don't we break up the Union and see what countries develop out of it? Kind of like what happened to the Soviet Union. And then you would have people that were saying, go Ukraine, we got to save Ukraine, because Russia's bad, and, and A- Azerbaijan is bad. And, <laughs> and
1: it's like, Alan, I, I, man, you're, you're, you're so negative, man. we all got to come together, right? You know, seriously. So for the CDBCs to actually come in, the IMF wants you to know we're going to have to make some changes to the constitutions around uh, the, the planet.
2: Right. Well, to, Steve. To, Steve. To, Steve I mean, why, why what don't we just got talk to the that. Earth? To, why don't we just talk to Mother Gaia and have her bring all the continents back together into Pangaea, and then we'll just have one country again.
1: Kumbaya, my friend, but, you know, I don't know. It's a a fascinating thing. So your con-con's still coming, right? And we'll see how the delusional take to the con-con idea as it it goes with DeSantis, right? You know, that that same old argument's going to come up again, right, where they sit there and go, well, we're going to call for a constitutional convention to put term limits in and we're going to put safeguards in place so it doesn't go off the rails. And you go, how? And they go, don't worry about that. We've got that covered.
2: <laughs> well, and and, and oh, there, then Lord. there would be an amendment. It's like, well, everyone's going to have, have a term limit unless you're Jewish because if you try to tell a Jew that that, that can only serve two two terms... That would be anti-Semitic. So, um, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, Republic Broadcasting has had hosts that have uh, dedicated their shows, and I believe there was one dedicated show directly uh, about the Constitutional Convention. And, you know, I, I know some hosts that talked about it, too. So, I mean, we've, we've gone over this quite a bit. One of the big problems is you can't open it up explicitly the united states constitution that flawed document that they don't follow
2: right is there you trust the the people who've been selected i mean elected i mean selected oh wait a minute i'm confused
0: you Um, are confused uh, but that's okay
2: (laughs) you know it's like like all the all the all these people who say i can't understand why everyone keeps electing re-electing you know nancy pelosi and john mccain i know he's dead But, you know, all these all these evil pieces of crap that have been in there, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, the the, the head of the KKK, you know, the Democrat guy, a bird, you know, um, you know, why do they keep reelecting them? And it's like because elections don't mean anything. They're just staying in place. They're selected to be there because they are very compliant and they do what the powers that be want them to do. That's why they're there. They're not being reelected. They're just being reselected.
1: Yeah, you know, and and I think that their selection process—I don't, I don't know—it just infuriates me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For sure, for sure. But uh, I don't know that the the selection process is um, exactly hardened in advance. Or I think there's multiple possibilities, probabilities. But what I think really isn't that important. But I'm just postulating. Uh, I'm just just another possibility,
2: Steve. And there are endless Uh, possibilities out there, my friends. Republic of Texas Radio, we'll be right back.
0: I want the truth!
2: You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com.
0: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit slash RBN. Uh,
1: welcome back, Republic of Texas Radio. Hey, I'm Steve O'Brien. You got Alan Crutcher. We never say that. I guess I say that in the beginning, and then we just go along, but I know I listen to a lot of people and go, who the hell's talking? Well, it's not me, but that's okay. I like to hear other people talk as well. Hey, um, Alan, there's a group of people that are out there that uh, you don't know anything about. Uh, It's an internet-based group, uh, 512-248. Two is the call-in number if you have any comments about anything you know we go through a lot of topics pretty damn quick but the group i was talking about is called red voice media you know jason Burmis is a part of this group and there's another guy that talks quite a bit and you remember jason Burmis, don't you uh alan you know back in the day
2: days when he was a little more believable yeah
1: yeah, well, he's still out there, I guess. Well, or he came back out and he's on Red Voice Media. Anyways, Red Voice Media, well, they do lots of things, right? And they're they're beneficial in the fight for freedom and liberty, I think. Um, but, hey, it's not for me to judge. Sometimes I'm interested in what they have to say. They cut up little videos, little chunks, and they throw them out there. They have a bunch of their own talk. Show hosts and they spam the universe saying, "Listen to so and so and listen to so and so." and I'm going. I really don't feel like it, but you know, so and so and so and so are probably kinda just sound, fine kinda,
2: kinda for somebody. Kind of sounds like RT America was before they disappeared. From must be able to, you know, mm. from when they they had to close down their American bureau and you know they, you know, they, they actually had reporters that weren't weren't on a green screen, you know. That they were actually, you know, over in you know these different countries, you know, that were having, you know, in the Middle East and wherever else. And no, um, oh,
1: I don't but, uh, know.
2: And and I, I remember Red Ice Radio. You used to play me Red Ice Radio when you were staying, yeah. With me, you know, periodically, and and that was that was like technology and science stuff, very interesting. But yeah,
1: yeah, Red Ice changed, and um, Red Voice Media is more like a political. It feels so maga to me. Right and and make America great is, man. How much, how Delphi is that thing? You know you're MAGA, so you support Israel, right? You know because if you are MAGA, you got to support our friends because MAGA supports Israel. Oh crap! Am I in a container if I support MAGA? Well, you might be if you like it. But anyways, back to Red Voice Media. Here's the thing, Alan. We, we, we talk about idiocracy, and one of my favorite parts of the movie, where, um, oh God, what's his name? Frito Bandejo? Frito Bandejo, or, or, is that his name, Alan? He's the lawyer? Yeah,
2: we can say it in Spanish, but not in English, yes.
1: Okay, Frito Bandejo is driving, not sure, in an escape attempt in his electric car, and the powers that be shut down his car. And so they decide to get out of the car and head off on foot just as they head off on foot uh Frido bandejo and not sure um see the cops uh, descend on on Frido's car and start shooting it up. Frito Bandejo looks over at his car and goes, yeah, as it blows up. And they're hitting it with bazookas and everything. And they're like, yeah. And it's just blowing up. And Frito's just happy and then not sure turns to Frito and said, hey, that's your car. <laughs> and Frito doesn't get it. He says, yeah, that's so cool. The cops are blowing up that car. It's your car. That's a DJ, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that right now, Alan, on Red Voice Media, right, as they, they try to promote this one little clip that they are promoting, they promote clips, and the, the whole catch is they do a, a, a snippy clip, and then play you two commercials before you see the one minute, and I guess that gives them money, right, so the better they do, so so they need a good headline we all know headlines are important if you ever listened to Alex Jones back in the day he went and talked about how he should have changed this headline to be this to be more attractive or do this or say this or post this or you know the Alex is really big about the boom right how how else would he become a millionaire <laughs> how else anyways so here's, the, here's the, the subject Alan sorry for all the suspense subject opens fires on deputies gets mag dumped to death after standoff What's that mean? Oh, I should click on the link to see this guy get mag-dumped? What the hell's a mag-dump? I kind of feel that they killed the guy, right? You know? And is there a standoff? The guy was wrong, though, for some reason. I don't know. Seems a little like cheering on the cops just because we're cheering on. And is that the right way to behave? you know he, he, um, he
2: didn't he didn't pay a parking ticket and he, and he but hurt the administration so we had to take him out yes and we all we all had yeah. all the cops were out there with 88 magnums you know which will shoot through schools and there was no collateral damage except for three children that were killed in houses around the shootout yeah
1: but it does say suspect opens fires on deputies what does that mean you know, I, I I really don't know. Does that uh, mean he that, pulled
2: out his bick and lit a cigarette? He opened a fire. Oh my god! Yeah. We gotta kill him. I
1: don't know.
2: Who the hell knows? It's just
1: like okay. So oh yeah, that's right. Where blue lives matter, something like that. You know, and I don't want to be. Well, I'm anti-government, right? You know, I I, I don't what like. What pisses the
2: me rules off, Steve, is, is is that the police. The police are a civilian well, organization. The yet the yet the yet the police will call us civilians. You know, mm. it's like, well, they're civilians, and it's like, well, what do you mean? You're not in the frickin' military. Oh, wait a minute, The police are in, in charge been of us. militarized, haven't they?
1: Yes, but we're but they're in charge of us. You know, ask any of them; they're in charge of us. They're in charge of guaranteeing. Our freedom and liberties, sort of, or maybe not. I'm not. I don't sure. want to do it, maybe but I've only got two more freedoms. years
2: till I'm fully vested in my pension, so I'm going to do anything they say so I can get in fully vested in my pension. And my morality has nothing to do with my job. What? Mm, you know, free speech is a son of a bitch. You know, uh,
1: back in the day, you know, it feels like so many years ago. My question was, well, how much can you save? Freely, You know, uh, and, and I, I talked to you about this. I talked to you about this in great detail, right, about what can be said and what can't be said, you know, and uh, repercussions of, of saying things, right? And what I'm coming down to is we're, we're all so big into self-centering or censoring. I'm sorry. I did a free speech symposium, right, here in Fredericksburg. And it was one of my stupid Steve things, right? I was trying to get people to actually think about free speech. And I thought it would make a difference. Maybe it did. Uh um, but what I did find out, I did get a story out of it, and I'll tell you that story right now. I, I was coming up with this whole, I'm going to do a free speech thing. And during this free speech thing, I went over to a person I knew that lived here in um, in the local area, and I said, hey, man, I'm doing this free speech thing, and you know, you know the truth, and you know what's going on. I need somebody to help me. Right. I need somebody to help me produce a video about it and to record all the people and, and help me edit all the stuff. Because if I'm going to be spending all the time, I want to do this right. And, well, you do video. Right. And he goes, huh, well, that sounds dangerous. And I said, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says, well, I don't know. Um Maybe I could do it in secret and so I'll I'll film it without anybody knowing it and then I can edit it and you can do it I said "What?" and he said "Yeah, I'll I'll just um I, I, I don't want to be involved with that cuz that could, you know, I, I I could get me in trouble." And I go, "Really?" And I, I I left and I left and I I was like going, "Well, that just feels off." I ended up having to call the individual up and um, and say, you know what? Forget it. I don't need you. You're not even invited. Don't come. Because if, if if people come to this free speech thing, and you and I, who know so much about the world around us and how it's against us, and you want to hide in the cracks and try to you know swing a bat at it, you have well, no stones. Right. And I don't want to be socially
2: distanced yet. During the covid, they probably socially distance themselves voluntarily. <laughs> mm. Self censorship. You know, well, see, this is like this is like everyone thinks that their emails and their texts are these secret things. And it's like, well, I'm I can delete it. it and it, and, it, and it's like you know they can go in and find all that crap that you deleted off off your computer or your smartphone they can find all of that simply because you think you deleted it and it's not there anymore it's still there and they can go back and they can find it and they can use it and they will use it against you if you have a if you don't pay a parking ticket in the right right and amount of time
1: and see and it just doesn't matter right bill Murray said it the best right he says it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter
2: right just because it matters to me you my didn't personal do integrity anything does not wrong to, to use oh, yes. emails or texts
1: well that's fine
2: to me right? it matters you know
1: i'm hey, that me, matters, matters a lot well i'm saying big that, that you things, did no, nothing wrong me, that they can matters. prove just because my point alan it wasn't about you not using emails or texts or anything like that i don't care you do what you do, and, you know, you're my friend, and we'll deal with that, right? But what I'm saying is just because you never sent a text saying, I don't know what Governor Abbott did, right? You'd be all, oh, he said he doesn't like what Abbott did, and Abbott's a god, right? It's like, oh, my God. It doesn't matter if they want to come for you, they'll come for you, and they have an avenue, or they'll make one up. Right, and they'll get your friends against you. They'll say things, and then your friends will believe it just because. Well, maybe they will, maybe they don't care. I don't know. We're kind of in a world of hurt, and we've been called negative Nellies before, but you know, who cares? Who is Nellie? Do you know?
2: Alan? <laughs> yeah, she, she, uh, was at, she was at she was at she was at she was kind of like Eddie Haskell on on Outhouse on the Prairie. Or Little House on the Prairie, N- Nellie was Nelly was kind of the Eddie Haskell of Leave It to Beaver, on on uh, on the on Little Little House on the Prairie. You remember that? The, the little the little yeah. the, you know the guy who owned the store. The, and her and her mother was a complete bitch, and this little girl was just this little bitch in in training and everything. Uh, that was Nellie. Every time I hear that word, that's that's who I think of.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, there were there were some.
1: It wasn't a perfect world, and there, there were jerks, you know, even back then. It was a different world. You know, I, um, I've been teaching my son uh, baseball. And uh, I'm not a big sports person, really feel that uh, baseball and football and all those games of the past, um, those have been overblown and overcommercialized. Everything doesn't need to be commercialized and popularized. It was a fun game you know I, I really enjoyed it,
2: and especially well, Steve, the last see last that's, few days. that's all we had back before the kids could sit yeah. inside sit inside and play call to duty and all these other violent video games where you kill and destroy and maim and and uh, torture um you know all we had was baseball and football and fishing and hunting, you know yeah,
1: yeah. I was over at the Little League field um, just the other day, and I was sitting there with my boy, and I was explaining to him how to play baseball, right? Okay, that's the home plate, right? And that guy, he's standing on the pitcher's mound. He throws a ball, and he tries to get the ball over the home plate, and that guy's the batter. He tries to hit the ball into the field, and I'm just going. I'm listening to myself say this crap, right? And and going like, wow, that's interesting. Um, this sounds like a bunch of nonsense. And then you have it's to. It's run really to moronically the first simple base. when you
2: think about it in depth. Yes, it's really it moronically is, simple. Yes, but you
1: try to put it into words, it starts sounding kind of funny, right? At least yeah. it does to me. And uh, but. Back in the day, I'd ride my bicycle over to the Little League field because, well, honestly, there wasn't much to do when I was a kid. I didn't have, you know, there, it, there wasn't all these avenues, right? And, and that was just a different world. You know, there wasn't kid TV at the time, right? There was. There was two or three hours during the day, right? And it was all pseudo crap my parents wouldn't let me watch it for the most part um and then you know so we rode around on our bicycles or fixed our bicycles when they were broken or went over to the little league field and watched the game and sit in the bleachers and wow I felt pretty good watching that but the game's changed a little bit and practice has changed a little bit. And, you know, instead of having a pitcher, there's a machine that throws the ball towards the batters. And I guess that works better, but I'm not used to this baseball world of T ball, right? Okay. Oh, and we're going to teach somebody to bat with a stand and a ball. Maybe that's a good idea. I'm not too sure right now, but trying to show my boy how to hold a bat is kind of fascinating. With well, that's, a that's called developing hand-eye
2: coordination. Uh huh. You know, it's, you know, you know, you know, swinging at a stationary ball. You know, it's like once you understand the physics of the bat hitting the ball and what you can do, then 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 it goes to where someone's pitching the ball at you, and it's not sitting still. Uh, you know, it, it, you know these games, it's, it's like playing golf, you know. It's a very individual sport. It's just you against that little frickin' ball, you know, with a club in your hand, mm-hmm. trying to get it into a little hole 500 yards away, you know. And and you've got a certain amount of strokes you can do, you know. It's, it, it teaches hand-to-eye coordination. And, um, you know, golf is a more individual game. It's not a team sport, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, it, and it's different strokes for different sport. folks. Um, yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Totally. And it, you know, there's there's one way to lose a lot of money is to buy a golf course, you know. But maybe you get power with a golf course, you know. That's I, I'm not too sure. I don't really want to
2: go into that. <laughs> I, 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 I can I can tell you that from work from being assistant manager at a country club, Steve. And yeah. we actually had a Nike Tour golf course that that that, I, that you know I, I I was I didn't manage the golf course. I was more or less you know the clubhouse and the entertainment section of it. You know, then you had the tennis, then you had the golf side of it. And, uh, of course, the golf course lost the most money. It was always a loser. I mean, it lost, you know, half a million dollars every freaking year. But all the rich people were there because they had the best golf course in town, in the whole area, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and they were some very snobby, obnoxious people. There was maybe three or four uh, families in that whole damn club that I actually liked. You know, most of them were just snobs, just unbelievable. Um, freaking believable you know think that they were that they were just above everyone else because they had money that maybe they inherited very few of them actually actually earned it and uh actually uh you know dr massey one of his friends you know um, Dr. Swicegood, you know, he went to med school with him and he said, do you know Dr. Swicegood? And I said, oh yeah, I love Dr. Swicegood. Him and his wife, his beautiful wife. I said, I said, man, I said, those are two people that I actually like. I said, because they they don't just sit there in the country club and bitch and whine. They actually, they'd they like to go on cruises in the Aegean Sea, you know, and it's like, hey, Dr. Swicegood, I haven't seen you in two or three weeks. Oh yeah, we went for a cruise. You know, I'm like, damn, I'm <laughs> glad to see someone using their money out enjoying themselves instead of being miserable and sitting here and bitching at us. You know the service staff; it, it, it was just uh, that. That soured me on uh, on country clubs. I mean, my God, uh, those people are just ridiculous. Yeah, the way
1: rich people play with their money, but then that's uh,
2: I don't I don't know. You know, um,
1: cruises, interesting. I don't know, man. It's it, it's just all so so hard to, you know, to I, I, deal Folks, with.
2: If, if you saw me today, you would never know that I've still probably got. Uh, A a whole closet full of slacks and jackets and ties and, and, uh, you know, fancy (laughs) shoes and and dress socks and everything else, you know. I I wore a coat and tie to work every day for four years, you know. Um, it, It wasn't too awful bad, but I was happier with camouflage.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a big dichotomy. But we're going into a world of, well, I don't know, right? You know, so you don't want to play the game and the game's out there and it only wants to really I I I
2: know I know we've been everywhere we're folks, you know, call in and talk about if if there's something important in your world, call in and talk to us. Just don't tell us that Donald Trump's going to save us, you know. I would prefer not to have those calls, but you know, anyone else you want to call in, we're we're and willing, <laughs> it's the
1: first Allen or our Allen, you know, and you know yeah, we'll yeah, see. I people, know. there's a lot of shows that I listen to and I just don't want to call in because, well, I'm listening, right? And and yeah. whatever, you know, they can feel free to call in.
2: You know, <laughs> it's kind of important or not so important. A lot of them I would like to call in, but then I'm also a host, and it's like, well, hosts aren't supposed to call in, and I try to. But sometimes, you know, I listen to certain shows, you know, um, you know, Richard Carey and, and, you know, some of the guests he has on and, and, and they're just so spot on. I've just got to call up and say, if nothing else, you say, thank you guys for the clarity of thought. Great frickin show, man. You know? I don't know there's a rule, per se, that hosts aren't
1: um, supposed to call in. I don't know that there's – well, maybe – I don't know. I've never heard of a rule. You know, I do know that, you know, here at Republic Broadcasting – I actually
2: people hear started callers that get more radio time than you and I do, Steve. Oh, <laughs> I know.
1: And then the, the, then the network, at least here at RBN, sometimes, <laughs> you know, catches them and goes, Hey, man. Calling in every 15 minutes is probably not bueno. And bueno is
2: yeah, and, and, and chance we're not bitching at you because you did call in three times. Two Seems weeks like ago. you just implied we're, we're not bitching at bad, you, Chance. <laughs> I, I, I love, know, you, man, I like
1: Chance. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a interesting thing. And Chance is only chance until chance is. not you remember we used to hear an awful lot of Chris out of
2: Vegas. You know, Chris out of oh, I, Vegas I, yeah, I when he was Chris, in man. his. I, I miss wordifying with that guy. I I, I, yeah. I I would actually sit around for the whole week and I would and I would try to Wonderful. try to think up my own words to use on the show, simply because it, when I use that word, Chris would call in and say, you understand that's not a real word, don't you? And I'm like, well, it's as good as anything else, Chris, you know? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's
1: the, that's the way of things. Speaking of words, you know, um, dictionary.com, uh, wow, it used to be that Ebonics couldn't get into the, the English vernacular. Right, because well, it's abonics, and there was a big push during the, you know, well, my lifetime, the, to, to get abonics word, and I don't even remember abonics terms. Right, I don't even know if abonics was real. Right, but the dictionaries wouldn't put abonics terms in. But now there's a new driving force out that 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 causes uh, dictionaries to change what a word is. Just. Well, based on ranking within search engines, you know, the, the the newer generations, I don't know who we want to call them, the millennials, maybe the generation um, Z, you know, the, that's the people that are like 30-something, 20-something, uh, well, preteen, teen, you know, uh, they make up their own little words. And, well, you know, if you have those listed in your dictionary, You get a higher search priority, so it's very important for you to pay attention to the new non-words and create them into words. Here's one for you, Alan. Um, It's called Barbiecore. You know what a Barbiecore is?
2: Um, I can't say it on radio, but I think I probably know what it is.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like you're dumpster diving. It's an aesthetic or style featuring playful pink outfits, accessories, or decor, celebrating the wardrobe of the Barbie doll.
2: <laughs> okay, I I was I was gonna say I, I I would probably say it was something that most men want from a from a beautiful blonde. Doll woman. See, that's the but, dumpster you yeah. you're, you're, you're getting. You're yeah. getting... Well, hey, well, well, Steve, is like you're talking about ebonics. Okay. You know, uh, do you remember the Fat Albert cartoons? You know, and Mushmouth. <laughs> I I I, I, I can't speak, but mush, but, but Mamba. But. You remember that but, Mamba? But? You know, oh, or, or, so... uh, or, or 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 Steve, I do know pig Latin. I learned pig Latin at, a, at an early age. You know, it was quite popular back in the day. And, and every time mm, I hear eBay,
1: I had enough Pig Latin when I was in school not to, to <laughs> hear you speak it once every few weeks. It's like, ah. And it's probably been a couple months since you've done it before. Hey, we're about to go to break, but let's bring Jean on. Jean in Kentucky, and we'll see how long you get, and we'll hold you over. Jean, how's it going? Yeah, um,
2: good morning. Uh, yes, about... Uh several topics here, Uh, talking about snobs at country clubs. I know a person that uh, um, called Bingo just, you know, just to do it, uh, had a nice job otherwise. And uh, those snobs got paid cash and uh, (laughs) maybe got a free drink once in a while, you know. But anyway, um, then later on, they get that. From the government, you know, IRS, that you owe so much money on this little bit of money that you made. So those snobs turned in this person because they were a bunch of cheap, you know what? Mm. So, that's very upsetting. You know, Hold you a on, Gene. Okay,
1: we got yeah. that music. We'll we'll be back. Hour <laughs> two coming up. It, yeah, yeah. Republic of Texas Radio.
0: We're and fed. Praise the Mother Earth and the Father Sky. Paid attention to each little blessing in this life. Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world. Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl. Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic
1: pharmacology, Shilaji is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Rasayana is one of the
0: comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Rasayana is a path. To achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth made substances. Within Rasayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Ligit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is R-B-N, the Republic Broadcasting Network.